0: I still think Golden State's going to make it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Win it there, and they're going to be the Finals champions. Oh, my
1: God, That's going to happen. What is Gucci? Manucci's Darwin TV here, and today is episode five of the Half Court Podcast, and I have my co-host, Oscar. Um hey, I got to say for the first time the audio is going to be available, so keep an eye on that. It's going to be on Spotify. But in this episode just to recap on what we're going to talk about, there's just one word to it. It's free agency. Free agency was quite the soul popper, quite the drama queen, and we're going to dive we're going to dive deep into it. What I'm going to start off first is the elephant in the room, right? Kawhi Leonard finally made his decision close to midnight. I would say it was at like 1 o'clock Central Time. Kawhi Leonard goes to the Clippers, signs a max contract, and
0: brings my guy Paul George with him. How lovely is that? So Kawhi Leonard changed up a lot of things because we have to think about this. We were waiting for his piece to fall. But so were all these NBA teams that were thinking they were going to get him. Kawhi Leonard not only made sure that he got his place, but he also made sure that many other teams got kind of screwed in the deal because a lot of teams were waiting for him. A lot of teams were affected by him not coming to them. Because of it, Kevin Durant went to, to a team that didn't offer him a Supermax. New York Knicks didn't even offer him the max money. Because they thought they were going to get all all of them for a moment. So they're trying to get all the key pieces. The moment you start waiting, people start getting angry and start going to all these places. But apart from this, the best pickup that Los Angeles picked up was Paul George, which is a great deal for the Thunder, more than anything that has ever happened for this organization.
1: A great deal for the Thunder, man. I don't know what to say, man. I don't even know where to begin with, honestly. I wake up, like I mentioned on my previous video, I went to, you know— potty break at four in the morning and I wake up to that news. I couldn't believe it. Like what could cause such thing? Like what could cause Sam Presti to be like, you know what? Leave, leave to the team you want. Like if I was Sam Presti, I would like, you know what? I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you to Minnesota. I'm going to send you to what's the worst team than Minnesota.
0: (laughs) Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: Ah, not that I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying city wise.
0: Uh, Charlotte. Where? Charlotte. Charlotte. You know what I'm well, saying? Like You have to remember, he had a no-trade clause. That means that Paul George, as well as Russell, they have no-trade clause, so they can choose which teams they want to get traded to. So if you come into Paul George and say, hey, I'm going to send you over to San Antonio or wherever you don't want to go, he can just say, no, you can't do that. It's in my contract. So he said, yeah, I want to be traded out of here.
1: So my thing is, what caused this whole chaos? Because... I was a I was like even though we were going to maybe be a second round exit, possibly a first round exit. I was like, I'm still looking forward to these matchups like Paul George against Paul George and Westbrook against AD and LeBron. Like I was looking forward to those kind of matchups, but the the Thunder team, my Thunder team went to shit and I'm pissed. I am devastated. I am done. Like this is the this is probably like the last time I'm going to be repping this jersey proudly because Westbrook, who knows? He's going to be He's maybe be gone. gone tomorrow.
0: Most he could likely. be gone. Yeah. And you got, but you got to think about this. You, said, you hit the nail right on the head. You said the Thunder for the last two years had been first-round exits against people in their same division, not just the same conference, the same division two years ago against Utah, this year against Portland. That Northwest division is going to keep getting better and better and better. And Sam Presti read it, and he said, we can't beat these teams let in our own division, let alone the rest of the conference. We're going to have to do what I've been saying for a while. Tank. Follow the process. I got it.
1: I got to give it to you, man. You said it loud and clear last podcast, I think. And that's what they're going to have to do. That's my thing is, like, who is going to give Westbrook a who's going to like who's going to take Westbrook's contract? Because he is what,
0: 31, 32? Mm -hmm. He's played 11, 11 years. Yes. Four years left. $170 million on that contract left.
1: As the years go by, it keeps going up. So it's going to be more
0: expensive. It's going to be really expensive. So we we have to figure this out. He has a no trade clause like I just said. There are a few teams that are somewhat interested. I've been hearing rumors that the Los Angeles Lakers still need a point guard. Now, they said that they're somewhat interested in getting Russell's contract, but they also want more key pieces. They said we'll take him as well as a first-round pick that way you lose that way you keep a lot of money Oklahoma City and you can do whatever you want with it. The problem with that is the chemistry issues are going to happen badly for the Los Angeles Lakers, and all the teams that he probably should do very well in, he doesn't want to go to those cities. Right. Um, the biggest three names that I've heard overall that he's thinking about are Miami number one overall. Number two is some New York Knicks for still some reason that I don't know. And the Los Angeles Lakers is a team that he's somewhat also interested in going, but the Lakers don't want to push in all that money available for him.
1: And here's my thing with Russell, man. I love Russell, and, like, there's things I love and hate about Russell. The thing I love about Russell is his energy, his competitive nature, everything as far as just putting the energy in every single game. The thing I hate about Russell is his basketball decision. Like, his, he makes sometimes – he's. A ball dominant player, that's one which I I don't think is he's going to fit with the Lakers because mm-hmm. LeBron is one of the guys that needs the ball in his hands a lot. So does Westbrook. I don't see Westbrook playing off ball. Um, so I think that's not going to work. And that's the thing I don't like about Westbrook is just like he just can't settle as a true point guard. Like he just can't, or he can't take the role of a shooting guard. Score, you know what I'm saying? Because right. he, he can do make both. Your team better. I think he can do both, but it's just a matter of if he's capable, if he wants to do it. I, and I don't think he fits with the Lakers. I would love to see that happen, honestly. But, like, I don't think he fits.
0: I don't think so either here, man. But are there any other big decisions that you wanted to look into?
1: Well, I'm still shocked, man. And I, I want to say this shocked. and get this out of my chest. Paul George, you're not winning. You're not winning in, in the Clippers. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, you're, you don't like it that we traded Paul George at all. I don't. And I get that. Uh, he was possibly about to be an MVP. What he happened to MVP the unfinished outlets.
1: business? He had what MVP? happened to that, man? Paul George, you broke my heart, man. I'm waiting for the unfinished business, my guy. You just, the last memory I have about this guy is him getting, him getting a banger from Damian Litter from half court and calling it a bad shot. That's the last memory we have about this guy?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Don't well, come up with that BS letter. Oh, thank you, Oklahoma City, for the two years. Boy, boy, you was injured and you also got a half court shot made in your face by a point guard. Don't come up with that. It was an amazing ride, motherfucker, because it wasn't unfinished business my ass. Anyways, I, I already
0: knew he was going to leave. Do you? This is a little bit of a story. When he was still in Oklahoma City and our school, we called Paul George up and we said, hey, can you come and do like a an closing announcements or the morning announcements for the school? And he said, yeah, sure. Why not? He never came. Instead, he sent a replacement. He sent over Jeremy Grant. I was like, I like Jeremy Grant. Great guy, but he wasn't Paul George. Yes, That kind of already told me he probably doesn't care about the city as much as he kept kept leaning on. Now I just kept that story to myself because I just thought like no big deal. Now it's noticing as a little bit bigger deal. But as I said back, I think it's a good trade for the Thunder, even though everyone's upset about it. I was shocked by it, but you get all these draft picks. You have three protected free agents, uh, for sure in the top ten, and. Apart from this, it's almost like looking at the Herschel Walker trade in football for the Dallas Cowboys when they traded one player and they got six or seven in return. We got a lot of picks in return, and one of those players could develop to be an MVP caliber player and then some key pieces. And all of this happened because we traded Oladipo, it's a bonus, years ago. We traded these two okay players for six people in our roster for the upcoming years. So that's why I'm thinking it's a good trade. Obviously, we gave up an MVP caliber player. But overall, I think it's a good trade for the Thunder in the long run.
1: Well, we'll have to wait and see. But Westbrook gets traded. There goes my chances. Like, I'm not going to any Thunder game. I'm not. I don't see see it. I don't see the excitement unless it's, like, against the Lakers where I want to see LeBron play or an exciting player of the opposite team. But there goes that, man. The excitement of the Thunder, like, the Thunder era, I think it's over. I think we did, like— july is one of the months i really hate
0: it's okay it's just terrible
1: it's just I, terrible yeah. but we'll leave it at that i know for a fact i'm rooting against the clippers and i know the lakers are the new well not the new they're still the kings of la just throwing they, it they out retook there. their throne that's what you're saying yes
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay but let's just jump into the other thing on free agency here um Here's one thing that I'm going to talk about is the Kevin Durant and Kyrie thing. And you correct me if I'm wrong, which I'm not anyways. So here's the thing about Kyrie and Kevin Durant, right? And I mentioned this on my video as well, but Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City. One of the main reasons was Russell Westbrook, right? Russell Westbrook Mm -hmm. being a ball-dominant player, hard to play with at times. He left, goes to Golden States, wins two titles, and then bounces to the Nets. Right. Gets Kyrie Irving with him. My thing is, Kyrie Irving is also a ball-dominant player. As as ball-dominant as Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook. So if we compare it, right? When KD played with Russell, Russell's usage was at 30.7% usage rate. Yes, Kyrie Irving's last year, with the team that he had, was at 30.4. Wow. Not much of a difference. Right. With the team that he have. Yes. Now, my thing is, like, How is it going to work? How is the chemistry going to work? Who's going to take the last shot? And Durant, you picked another Westbrook, a ball-dominant player.
0: You did. um, But you also have to think about it is it's going to take Kevin Durant a few more months for him to get back into the court. So he may not even show up until the very end of the season. So that's why I also say the Nets are not going to be good at all this year or as good as as their potential as everyone thinks they're going to be. Do they make it to the playoffs? It's going to be – just because they're in the Eastern Conference, just because of that reason alone, I think they're going to be a six seed, if not a little bit lower. I don't think they're going to be a top five I would overall. say seven. I got seven. So that's one thing. So I means they're going to go up against a really good team in the first round with Kyrie Irving primarily leading the team because he's been the leader the whole year. He's
1: taking and the spotlight.
0: Then Durant's going to come in thinking he's still possibly one of the best players on the planet. And he's going to be wondering why he's not getting the ball. And it's not going to be a pretty situation in Brooklyn. Brooklyn fans are excited now, but just wait because Kevin Durant's true colors are going to show up here momentarily.
1: So you're agreeing with me?
0: For the first time ever, I think so.
1: Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I don't remember, I don't remember if I, I gave you, you know, you said it, I mentioned that the tanking, you did call out the tanking for the thunder. Just wanted Thank to you. mention that, get that out of the way. Thank you. Yeah. At least you yeah. got one, right? You know, Anyways.
0: Hey, a broken clock's right twice a day.
1: So the Brooklyn Nets ended up winning. They went, they took the throne. Mm-hmm. They came out of nowhere. It was all Knicks, 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 Knicks. But hey, guess what? The Knicks got Ty Gibson and uh, who's the other one? Randall.
0: Randall. Yay! yay. And maybe Russell Westbrook. Possibly. Uh, don't really know yet.
1: The Knicks. Now, if you were the Knicks, would you be happy with the tra- the? Ma- <laughs>
0: No, no. The decision? You you, you you if you're the Knicks if you're what a is, Knicks fan. So
1: if you were if you were the Knicks owner, what would you have done? Better than what? what oh,
0: happened? I would have offered Kevin Durant the max. Oh yeah, that's they, one.
1: Oh yeah, they screwed up big time there. Um uh,
0: So Kevin Durant, he always thinks he's getting disrespected by every team he's played with. He said he wasn't getting the credit he deserved in Golden State, and you heard the comments that Green was making over to Durant. This isn't really your team, man. You don't have all the th- all the caliber pieces for us to be hearing you out. So that f- he felt disrespected with those comments in Oklahoma City. He felt disrespected by Sam Presti when he won the MVP. Because if we remember back in the day, when the moment that Kevin Durant won his first MVP, Nike wanted to put a big a big. Poster right outside the stadium and also inside the stadium. It's almost like that big one that LeBron James yeah. had in, in Cleveland. And Sam Presti said, No, you cannot do that because you are not bigger than this team. Kevin Durant didn't like that and he left. He felt disrespected. Now he's going to an organization that he thinks are going to treat me well. We have a lot of connections because of Jay Z and his brand. And Kyrie is also a part of that brand as well, if you think about it. So he's trying to get all those pieces together. And if the Knicks don't offer you the max, he felt disrespected again. That's that's his whole persona. He just wants to be respected in the league and he thinks he should be getting way more things than everyone else. That's why a lot of people call him soft as well. It's just it's always just the small things that he cares about. It's not the big picture things for me, which is very odd of Kevin Durant.
1: Yeah, the only excitement going to the Knicks is just maybe to see how RJ Barrett develops, but and then Kevin Knox? Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's they, it. Uh, Cuz Taj Randall maybe might do something, you know? Maybe. Randall. Hey, he dropped 35 on Enos, by the way. Ennis was calling him what? another uh, Zion?
0: Yeah, and Ennis Cantor also didn't get much help from Portland. Ennis Cantor also didn't get much love at all. He left because Portland said, I think you're also a scrub. You're gone.
1: He still got underpaid at, at, with the Celtics. I think what kills Enos Cantor because he's a good guy and he wants to be loyal to the team, but I think it's his defense. If he improves defensively, I think teams will keep right. him more because he's getting tossed around like like nothing, you know?
0: Yeah, but teams always pick him up. He's always going to be a, an okay player in the league. He's never going to be a ball dominant. He's not going to be a great uh, player that can change up the outcome. He's always going to be a key nog, so he's always going to be helpful in every mm-hmm. place that he goes to, and he only cares about his team that he's currently on. So a lot of people do like him and respect him for that reason, but Ennis Cantor, it's, it is what it is at this point, and he's only just going to be offensively. He was only offensively in Oklahoma City, by the way, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's correct. That's correct. So going to another free agency, I got to give a lot of props to my guy, D. Wade. He recruited Jimmy Butler, which I did not see that coming, just by a tweet. Yeah, well, um, not that the Heat are gonna do wow, yeah. but hey, they they got Jimmy Butler make there. The playoffs? Say what? I believe that they can make the playoffs this you year. You think? Huh? They don't mm-hmm. got Whiteside anymore though.
0: Let me. Uh, so, let me. I don't this. think they
1: make it to the playoffs. I just Jim, don't. I don't so, see it.
0: I think Jimmy Butler's good enough to make it to a playoffs.
1: I don't see Jimmy Butler as a leader. I I, I kind of see him like more of a Kyrie kind of situation where he wants to be the leader, but he doesn't have what it takes to be a leader. Possibly. He wasn't the leader in, 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 in the six years. He wasn't the leader in Minnesota. He was just their closer.
0: He was a pretty good leader in Chicago though.
1: In Chicago he was. Yeah. Cause he was not worried about all this drama. In Chicago there wasn't much drama until the end.
0: Yeah, so he's gonna have the good situation back here in Miami. He's gonna be the leader because nobody else is gonna be that leader. I don't they've think they've already makes... had establishment over in Minnesota. They had they had really like three good players there already and then he showed up and the same thing happened in Philadelphia. They already had three good players and then he showed up again. Now he's going to a team that has nobody. He's going to be able to do a lot of great things there by himself again. And he's going to make it to the playoffs. He's going to be a first-round exit, but he'll be doing great things in Miami. But apart from that, you have to remember, uh, Houston wanted to pick his contract up, too. Houston was begging to get him. But and who it, are you going
1: to get for him, though? Well, that's, that's the, the point.
0: They, uh, they were asking for a lot. And at the end of the day, I think Houston made a great decision by not getting him because he is bad in chemistry. He wants to be the guy, but there are already guys that have already been established. So, I think he made the right decision to go to Miami. Houston made the right decision to not do anything. So, overall, I think it's an okay decision for him to be there.
1: I don't know. I think... uh,
0: Like, no one is getting hurt by this. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. They don't make it to the playoffs, No one's getting any better, but no one's getting hurt.
1: I don't think they make it to the playoffs, but... We'll see how that goes. It's, it's just Jimmy Butler and then the 305. Maybe, maybe he can convince Wade to come out of retirement. Psych.
0: I would love that. I would have loved it, too.
1: I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. I think uh, Dwayne Wade definitely had another at least a year or an extra two years. Mm-hmm. Um, Be a
0: bench player. Yeah. He still loved.
1: Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But um, another – the next free agency pretty much that I want to talk to is Kemba Walker, man. I think – When I look at Kemba Walker and the Celtics, what I think the Celtics should have done with Kemba Walker, well, not even Kemba Walker, just in general, they should have kept Rozier as their starting point guard and could have signed more key players. Because they gave Kemba a max contract, which to me did not make sense because it's like Kyrie Irving, like you get Kemba Walker, you send him to a max deal, but you lose Kyrie Irving, which Kemba Walker is nowhere near. He's good, but not nowhere near as good as Kyrie Irving. But why didn't you just keep Rozier as a starting point guard, give him a good contract, and use the rest of the money to bring key players?
0: Yeah, I disagree, but yeah. I I, I, I like the logic that you made. I love the logic. The problem so what, is what that is, you're wrong. Why? The reason I'm saying you're wrong is that Kemba Walker did not have a great supporting staff around him because Jordan did ne- never made a good team in Charlotte. Can we agree on that one at least? That he never got the key pieces necessary in Charlotte. Yeah. And so if we you're... also look at it, he wanted to stay in Charlotte. I said if they offer him the Supermax, he should stay.
1: Right. But if he stays, he's gonna be in the same boat.
0: Exactly. And and I said, if if anybody ever offers you supermax, go get your money. They did not offer him the supermax, so he left. And a team that is willing to pay for him was a decently good team already in Boston. But Boston has a very, very bad reputation now with players. They are a great organization that thinks mindly of how to win, but they don't care about how the players feel at all winning. Uh, You can see that with Isaiah. And then because of Isaiah's situation, that led to Anthony Davis not wanting to go to Boston. That led to a lot of other great players saying, I don't think I want to stay here. Like Al Holford, he said, I want to get out of this situation as well. And other great players said, "I don't know if this is a team that's going to treat me if I get injured, like Kevin Durant got injured. If Clay, if I was Clay Thompson, I don't know if this team would pay me." So Kemble went to the greatest team that he had a great opportunity to win because they have already have good players around him, and he said, "I just want the best opportunity for me." And with the team that he has now, he can do something. He's going to go far. They're a, a second round exit.
1: What? They're a second round exit.
0: Mm, that's debatable. Yes. I think they're going to make exit. it. I think they're going to make it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Lose there. No, they're that's, a second-round exit. No. no. No, they're not. They're, they're going not. all the
1: way. So you think Kemba's a better fit than Kyrie?
0: Yes. Because Kemba doesn't want to be the man, and Kyrie did. And Kemba's more of a team player. And he's he's basically the same to me. He's basically going to be the great player that he wants to be. Obviously, I've always said that Kyrie can finish with both hands because he's ambidextrous, Yes, but at the end of the day, I think Kemba's just as good.
1: We'll see how that goes. I I, I think they're a first-round, well, second-round exit, and I, like I said, to me, it did not make sense. I would rather have Rozier as a starting point guard and sign other key players, maybe try to get rid of Gordon Hayward. Um, But we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that unfolds. Anyways...
0: They're not going to get rid of Gordon Hayward, because the coach was his college coach when they were, were back in the day. So there's no way he's going to get rid of him. He already has a relationship built with him. That's why they kept him when he when he got injured. They re-signed him for a, like you're saying, like it was kind of shocking they re-signed him because he's not as great player. But it's always who you know and what relationships you build rather than what you're doing at times.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll see how that unfolds. Like I said, I got a. I got to see. I'm just going to say pretty much going to the Celtics and Al Horford. The Sixers look nice. And I think the Sixers are going to make it to the conference finals. I think it is. I think they got – they also – I mean, they obviously lost Jimmy Butler and was it J.J. Reddick? Mm-hmm. But, hey, they they look nice. They look pretty big. They got Al Horford, Joel Embiid. You got Simmons. Um, Who else?
0: Harrison Barnes. Oh,
1: the guy from uh, The Heat. Is it Josh?
0: Well, you think about this. Every single player you named off are kind of big guys, right? You said they got bigger. Yeah. They but you got to keep they in they mind. They did get better in the three-point line.
1: They can spread the floor. Al can shoot threes.
0: Not as well as Jimmy Butler can.
1: Not, not as well, but he's a big, a big man that can stretch the floor.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you saw the same thing that happened over in Detroit. They got big guys, and— last time I checked, if you have a good team now, the three-point line is more dominant than trying to shoot all the twos all the time because Golden State proved that years ago. They said, we need to start shooting more threes, and usually games would end close to 100, like they would get Mm -hmm. maybe 100 at the most. Now games are going all the way to about 120 as the final score because teams are shooting way more threes than ever before and making them at a higher percentage because of all these stats, because of all these analytics and everything that's going on. So I don't think Philadelphia got better. I think they got worse. And a team that I told you about, Golden State, they didn't get any better this year. They're we getting know worse. That. So, I mean, at the Sixers evening,
1: are making it to the conference finals. That's it.
0: They're going to lose to Boston.
1: <sighs> we'll have to see that. They're going to lose to Boston in the second round. I, I, I don't know if I that, mentioned that's it. But
0: how, that's how confident I am. I
1: think uh, the chemistry with Tobias Harris, like he doesn't want to be the man. And you got Horford that doesn't want to be the man. It's just like I think it's gonna be a more team effort than like who's gonna shoot this, who's gonna take the next shot. I think it's more gonna be a team effort. I think the ball movement, chemistry is gonna be better with Ben Simmons running the point. I like my chances, and I like I, I said, conference finals.
0: I don't think that Brown is a good enough coach to get them there. In they were
1: one shot away from one shot advancing. away. Did they make it? One shot away from advancing to the to the fi- conference finals.
0: They didn't it make was it.
1: Kawhi Leonard's lucky bounce. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's lucky bounce.
0: There's a reason he won finals MVP. Anyways. Uh, by the way, the only player last time I checked to win finals MVP by both conferences.
1: Yeah, the second best player in the world.
0: Yeah, best player in the world. Yeah, no, the
1: second best player No, nope, best in the player. World. Huh?
0: Best player in the world. Ha!
1: Anyways, this is something that, like, was really going to— Get me like upset and like I was looking into it and like saying, "Damn, man, why is this player not getting signed? Why is he not getting meetings or a contract?" And all of a sudden, boom! You know who I'm talking about, right? Okay. Boogie. Mm-hmm. And I said it: the Lakers should pick him up. They need to pick him. They need to pick him up. They need so to pick em up. that was uh, a good, a good acquire for for the Lakers to pick Boogie up because that's Davis and Boogie yeah. played pretty darn good. So I'm excited to see that. You and know I what? Think, the scary part was what.
0: Oklahoma City had the opportunity to pick him up, too. And they didn't want to offer him a little bit more money because he wanted to come here.
1: It's, it's Sam Presti, man. That, that, there's your guy, man. You talk to him all the time. But I'm so glad that he got picked up by the Lakers because, first of all, I think Boogie is a player that can get a – not a max contract, but can get a, a decent contract. I think he played – he had his – he had his ups and downs in the finals, but he also apported. He had clutch moments. Mm-hmm. And it's Boogie, man. I think he's still a dominant player. So I like that. I think the chemistry is going to be pretty good with uh, A.D., Boogie, and LeBron. Um, it's going to look nice. Yeah, well,
0: and you also got to think about it, too, is Boogie Cousins, he, he bet on himself last year. And I always like it when players bet on themselves. He had an opportunity to be in New Orleans for four years and get – a lot of money. He was going to get paid close to 26 million dollars a year. Instead, he went to Golden State for 1 year and got paid the um the mid-range, which was about 8. Now he's getting a little bit more money to be in Los Angeles. And he's going to be a whole lot better in Los Angeles because he he only got like what maybe a month in of practice during the regular season. Now he's going to have all this off-season to work, to work. He's going to have that entire regular season, so when the playoffs start, He'll be able to capitalize on his gains, and then that next contract he gets is probably going to get a lot of money. So I think he did a good job being with the Lakers. He's going to do really well, and the Lakers have a great opportunity to be in the Western Conference Finals, if not win the entire thing. Now, I still don't know if they're going to make it that far because the West is packed and the Eastern Conference doesn't look that bad. Because, like we just said, the NBA got more diversified, and you can't just willy nilly just say, like, Golden State's going to win it easily, like they've always done. It's going to be a lot tougher. Right. No, in no, my no. That, the
1: NBA right now got a lot better, and I got to thank Kawhi Leonard. I'm a little mad that he took a last minute decision, but. At the end of the day, he did was 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 right. You know, like he balanced the NBA because he could have been like, I could, I would have signed with the Lakers. Keep in mind though, if the if the Clippers weren't to pull off the Paul George thing, he probably would have signed with the the Lakers because he he wanted at least a superstar next to him. So I got to give props to him. He was like, he could have been like, I'm gonna go to the Lakers and win three titles in a row. It's true, but he didn't do it. He, he balanced it, it out. I think he ain't gonna win for that. He wants to be a loser, but um, yeah. I got to thank you for balancing the NBA. The NBA is exciting. I don't know who's going to win it. Like, it's literally that. Like, it's just a two-man show. And every team, the majority of the teams have two superstars per team. So it's like, it's awesome. It's awesome. I like it. Now, jumping into one of, uh, to me, was really shocking was the the trade for um, Andre Iguodala. And then they acquired D'Angelo Russell, which... Golden State really wanted to mess with the Lakers because that's where I think the Lakers mess up and screw up big time is announcing what they're going to do, what they want to go after. Because we can give you a perfect example. The Clippers did not say anything. Nobody thought they were even a contender for Kawhi Leonard. All of a sudden, they're out of the picture, and then boom, they make a trade for Paul George. Boom, they sign Kawhi Leonard. Midnight without saying a single word, and that's where the fucking Lakers – excuse my French. That's where the the, the Lakers – Screw up a lot Because as soon as The rumors were like Oh they're going to go After D'Angelo Russell Boom Golden State's like no
0: Yeah because you got To think about it What did I always tell you A good organization Starts from the very top Who's at the top Of the Lakers Jeannie Bust right Yes Jeannie Bust is not Very good at organizing This whole thing Now let's look At the Clippers Who's cl- Who's the Clippers Running Running the whole thing Right now
1: Is it Jerry West
0: The logo Jerry West Is primarily doing Everything Jerry West built a dominant team when he was in what team golden state he made the whole thing happen now he's trying to do the whole thing happen again with the clippers he is a genius he won championships in his own right playing basketball in college he won championships when he was we won uh he won the logo i think he won a championship when he was playing the nba and he's won way more as a president of an organization in the nba he knows what he's doing and that's why i always say Good organization starts at the top, and West is doing his job phenomenally.
1: I got to give a lot of props to him, but, like, the Iggy thing kind of took me off guard because it, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting I think he was a valuable piece to that team, but at the same yeah. time, he's also declining. I feel like most of the time he's, just, he's hurt, you know. In the playoffs, he tends to be hurt a lot, but I think any team can get value out of him because he's a championship veteran, a finals MVP. And I thought the Lakers were going to pick him up. But then again, uh, rumors say that uh, Memphis are not willing to, they were going to buy him out, but they want to trade for him because they feel like they yeah. can get something out of him.
0: Well, Andre Godell also messed up too. Why? He went on a podcast. He went on a thing, and he started opening his mouth. Yes, I think that Never would cause a trade. Never say huh? anything negative about your organization. If I said anything negative about the school district that I work for, I'd be, they would not look at me very lightly. I always say great things about where I work at. If he just would have said good things about where he worked at, it would have been great. Even if it's not true. Even if it's not true. Even though I say amazing things about Oklahoma City Public Schools, because that is true. But Andre does not do that. He just said his own opinion. The best thing he could have done was just not go. That way he would have been with the organization, and the organization truly needs him. But I also still think that Golden State got better because of this free agency. Well, they needed Andre to stay on that team when Kevin Durant was there because he was kind of able to fix up all the issues. He was kind of the team guy, the team chemistry guy. That's what everybody always knew him as. It's in his book. Um, He said every time there was an argument, he would be able to calm everybody down. He'd be able to fix all these issues. Now you look at Golden State. Golden State goes from a team that basically had an easy ride the entire time. They said they got tired of winning, that they needed a little bit of competition because some teams gave them zero competition. And Kerr always had to do things to make sure that the team was always in somewhat good morale, even though they kept winning. Keep winning doesn't always translate to making you happy. You kind of want to struggle to get that win. Right. At the times, they didn't. Now, they get rid of Kevin Durant, who was injured, who wasn't going to be able to play that well, and he never had the greatest team chemistry with everybody there because when, they, uh, when Golden State won the 72 games or 73 games, they, uh, they did it all with Steph and Clay primarily. Now you get rid of Kevin Durant that wants to be a little bit more ball dominant and you bring in D'Angelo and D'Angelo is going to be able to spread the floor out way more. He's going to be, he's not going to want the ball as much. He's going to be able to say, here go, Steph. I believe in you. Here you go, Clay. I believe in you. I'm going to be able to spread the floor out way more. So I think Golden State's going to be able to fight for things better. They're going to be a little bit more intensified because they're going to know it's not going to be a cakewalk we're going to have to struggle a little bit and now we finally get to see how good of a coach Kerr is i still think golden state's going to make it all the way to the western conference Bye. finals win it there and they're going to be the finals oh champions my
1: god that's going to happen they are they're barely making it to number number 9 they're not making it number to number the 9 they're not bro they're not look
0: you're saying not even make playoffs?
1: isn't even as
0: good as clay thompson bro D'Angelo was an All Star last year. He took the Nets from nothing to somewhere. He got them there. That's the Nets, though. That's
1: the weak East Conference. Like, come on.
0: He became an All Star. He is not even deserved to be. He's not even better than Iggy right now. I just said you don't need to get that way anymore because they're going to have a better chemistry. Oh my Are you God. kidding me? They're going to be so much you better. You said to the Western Conference the floor, Finals? More offense, better technique. Do you want me to end the podcast right now? It's Oscar, so come much. on. They're going to be in the Conference Finals. They're going to win it. You're going to see them. They're going to see confetti falling down in San Francisco. <laughs> First time ever. In that oh city. Oh, my
1: God. Yo, when Skip Bayless retires, Fox Please hire this guy, man. This is the perfect guy.
0: I'm I'm telling you now, man.
1: You know what? I like I said, they're not making it to the playoffs. They're not. I D'Lo is just not that guy, man. He's still in development. I'm I didn't say to he see. was gonna be
0: the guy. I said he still has Steph Curry on one side. You're still gonna have Clay when he comes back to the playoffs. D'Angelo can hit threes. You're still gonna have a great team. And they picked and they got most of their people to sign back up. They have a little bit more money now. This is a good time for be a Golden State fan.
1: You know what, a should, what should have happened is Kevin Durant should have waited for this trade to happen. PG go to the Clippers, and Kevin Durant should have went back to OKC. Redemption. What? Redemption.
0: With nobody on your team?
1: Russell Westbrook. Adams. Grant. Ferguson. Roberson. Jesus Christ.
0: These are the players Noel, you're naming off?
1: Noel. Orleans,
0: what do Noel? you Noel? Yeah. What Jeremy. do you think about that? Uh, I would have been Look. like,
1: I had him in a conference finals if that was the case. Jesus
0: Christ. No. Oh my yes. God. Look, I told yes. you this. I told you this a while ago that I was able to speak with my school and my school was able to get Jeremy Grant and his foundation to help out FD Moon Academy this year in Oklahoma City Public Schools. And I said, I am glad Jeremy Grant's going to be here. And everybody looked at me and said... Why didn't you get the Why Not Foundation? Jeremy Grant's, eh, he's okay. He's not a great all-star. And you named him off in your big list. This is who Kevin Durant wants to play with, Jeremy Grant, Ferguson, and all these other players that you just kind of named off there at the bottom. Yeah. Oklahoma City doesn't have a great team right now. They have a developmental team. This team is going to be great in four years. That's what my timeline is, especially when now they got all these draft picks. Look,
1: look, 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 look. What you don't consider is the first year that billy donovan took over the oklahoma city thunder and a lot of people like overlook this they don't look it was his first year they made it to the conference finals they were up 3-1 the rest was kevin durant kevin durant should have closed it you cannot blame westbrook like a lot of people do for doing for not closing it because westbrook put up solid numbers kevin durant was the one struggling
0: in a series. Yeah. Yes. So he kind of led the team mostly on his back with a little bit of help from the others. Right. Throughout but what throughout the regular season and also through the playoffs until they went against Golden State.
1: Your job as a superstar is to close. Right? Yeah, sure Isn't that what Kawhi did? The final shot?
0: Okay, I'll give you that.
1: Isn't that what Kawhi did? Yeah. Against the Greek freak? Yeah. Okay. I proved my point right there. There you go. So as a superstar of the caliber of Kevin Durant, your job was to close that series. You had three opportunities to do it. Two of them were in Oklahoma City. Yes. There you go. So to me, if if it was the case that Kevin Durant decides to reunite with Westbrook and they stay with the team that they have, having Norris, Norrell, the pick that we had, I don't know, that scrub, um and Adams and all the other players I think OKC would have been in the conference finals with a healthy Durant
0: I don't I really don't know about that and I and I have to say I don't know about that because the west is still packed you still have really good teams like I said Port. uh we lost to Portland last year they were a 3 seed the uh, the year before that, we lost to Utah. The Northwest Division was kind of up there. And then you also have Denver that's getting a whole lot better. You're going to see Denver in a lot more TV time with the Joker. You're going to see a lot of still great teams there. And I don't think they would have even made it that far, to be honest. I think they would have still been a first round. If not, maybe they got through the first round and been a second round exit at best. Oh, there, no. It no, wouldn't no. have happened.
1: Not a first-round exit, that's for sure. I, I still would have him in the conference finals.
0: No. Yeah. That's a big what-if moment. But I'd, like I told you, I tell you the facts here. The facts aren't always pretty. Like I just told you, Golden State's going to make it all the way again because those are facts.
1: Those are facts, ladies and gentlemen. Golden State to the conference finals, yes. No,
0: to the actual finals. I,
1: oh, God. All right. Changing the subject. Let's just change the subject because, come on, man. Why?
0: They're not making it to the
1: finals, period. I'm They're sorry, not making it like even to, the, to the playoffs. Anyways, going to the summer league now, the hype was all about Zion Williamson. Sold out. Got all these superstars, which I never seen those many superstars in a summer league. Now, Zion gets hurt in the third quarter because of a knee collision with some other player. Mm-hmm. What is the best solution for Zion? Because he clearly needs to get in condition. He needs – he looked a little out of condition. He hasn't been in the gym for quite a month or so. Uh, He needs to get back in condition. I think he needs to lose weight at least a good 15 to 20 pounds because if you think about it, 82 games, dunking, that explosive, those knees cannot handle 280 pounds constantly, 270.
0: I disagree. For this reason, I think that he needs the size – because he's dominant, people are going to be double-teaming him. If he loses weight, he might be a little bit faster, but he's not going to be as aggressive. He won't be getting as, as much looked looked at. I think he's a perfect size right now. Overall, I still think he's going to have to be growing. He's going to be in a growing body because he's still going to be, what, 18, 19 years of age right now? He's still going to get a little bit bigger. He's going to be 300 pounds by the time this year is over, and he's going to be more dominant than ever. <laughs>
1: He said 300 pounds I'm dead Nah, nah,
0: nah if It's anything, all muscle It's all muscle <laughs> He's gonna be hitting the weight room He'll be with me The AD
1: No, I think if anything it, He'll probably get Probably grow an inch or two Taller If anything He has to stay at that weight If he goes over that Cause I, I don't know what's exact What is his, his exact weight I wanna say 270 to 280 But he needs to either maintain that Or lose a little bit Just a little bit because you you have a little bit of a point when it, you you got to maintain some of the way because of his game style and his height but, but again i think he needs to bring more to the table as far as score wise because he kind of looked pretty rough out there he was getting yeah. blocked, shot his blocks were getting like shots were getting blocked it was because now he's in the nba right right I think both yeah. both parties had a terrible game. RJ Barrett didn't have much of a great game and also um Zion. So
0: yeah, because it's it's still the summer league. You know, they're still trying to figure it all out. And you also got to think about this is you have two of the best players that came out of college from the same team let alone. So you have a player that won first team all ACC from RJ Barrett and he was when he they were both coming out of high school, they said R.J. Barrett was going to be the very first player selected. Um, He was the top high school player in the nation. It wasn't Zion. It was R.J. And then you also have Zion, who won um, the Best Player Overall award this past year as a freshman, which is pretty remarkable, to say the least. So in my opinion, I think Zion Williamson is going to do okay in the league, but it's going to still take him time. He reminds me of a Sha- Shaquille O'Neal because he was struggling on the free throw line. He, he was doing great things with like the three-point line when his he was college. His jump shot is uh,
1: slow. I think he needs to work on it. Yeah. It's just too slow.
0: Yeah, he is, yeah but he's still going to be dominant. That's why, I, that's why I told you he's going to be the best player for his team if they're able to put pieces around him that they need. And overall, I think he's going to do fine. It's just going to take him a while because he can't shoot threes. He has to realize this now. The NBA is going to eat him alive if he does this. RJ is going to be better than him.
1: Now that you mentioned threes, I want to get something out of my chest that I even forgot to mention while we were touching the topic. Ben Simmons got a fucking max contract. A juicy deal. A guy that doesn't have a jump shot. How, How do you feel about that?
0: That Ben Simmons deserved the money because Ben Simmons is possibly going to be one of the best players in our league. I that uh, I
1: I can't agree. And
0: I mean, I I say that because he is by far going to be one of the younger players and all these other great players like LeBron James, they're going to be slowing down a little bit. They're going to be going downhill while he's going to be going up and he's got great assists. He can see down the floor. He can do a lot of things with the ball himself. You don't need him to shoot threes. You need him to pass it. You need him to get the rebounds. You need him to get in clutch moments. So that's why I said Philadelphia is not going to make it that far because they don't have three point shooters as much as they did last year with Jimmy Butler.
1: Which means he needs to
0: shoot. Which means Philadelphia needs to do their job and get people that can help him. He, you don't need to be the greatest thing at something. Let's look at Clay, let's look at Clay Thompson when he would when he just dribbles down the floor. Clay Thompson is by far not the greatest dribbler. He just gets he gets the ball, jumps. Shoots the threes. He can get wherever he wants, though. Like his, he's not like how a many scale. times have I seen him on not top ten when he gets the ball. He takes like three bounces and loses it. He has the worst turnover percentage by any player in his position. That's why I'm saying. He does not deserve. He it, he deserved that money because but he changed the game. Here is for why
1: Clay games. Thompson is Clay Thompson is because nowadays this league is based off of threes. Not only that. Klay Thompson brings a lot to the table defensively. He can pass the ball and he can shoot anywhere. Ben Simmons needs to develop because automatically if he had a jump shot, whether it's a mid-range jump shot or a three, the team automatically is even better. He is more valuable to the team. I like Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons is going to get there. But. If you're getting paid millions a year for just mm-hmm. passing the ball, my guy, you, yeah, the least you can do is get a goddamn jump shot.
0: Look, I said Ben Simmons did need to work on a few things a while ago. But it's clear to me that he's not going to fix those things. So this is a form of leadership that I've always learned. If you're really good at something, keep getting better at that thing. He's, really, he's a phenomenal passer, and he does pretty good on the inside. He's just going to keep getting better at those things. And teams need somebody like that. Do you agree that teams need a really good assist guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So if he does that, that's why I said Philadelphia needs to do their job and get people that can just shoot threes, and that's it. That's the only thing they need to do. You shouldn't rely on somebody just to keep doing something else that they're not great at. That's a form of great team leadership by helping out that player that's what they should be doing in reality Philadelphia just doesn't know how to win teams because they don't have a great coach they don't have great organization they've only been following the process of tanking for years now they've have the pieces and they don't know what to do with them because they've never had that level of success before that's why I keep saying Philadelphia is not going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals because they don't know what they're doing they just have the pieces that's you why can they have, have the pieces games. but you still need to make the puzzle
1: right and then you have 82 games to figure it out
0: yeah and they and like I keep telling you the season is way too long as it is. How does it take you 82 games and you still don't get it? I can teach somebody how to do something in like five games. I don't know what takes you so long to do things. 82 games and you still don't get it?
1: Jeez. I don't know. I think they're going to figure it out. They're gonna Conference be, And they have
0: the preseason. That's the whole reason you have the preseason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they still got it. They still got plenty of time to figure it out. Even if they figure it out late. February Why when the it second take them so long. <laughs> even if they even if it, it takes Are them they that in my long. special look, classes. Look, Oscar, look, you gotta keep in mind that the Heat were in the same boat when they got together. They were in a losing streak. It was to the point where the headlines were what did we make the right decision? Everybody was questioning themselves like if they made the right decision. By getting LeBron? No, because of the chemistry They they start like they were like they started off terrible. I don't remember the exact number, but they started off terrible. They made it to the to the finals.
0: Yeah, because they had a super team, and they had a really good coach that you guys don't mention very well. Spolster? Spolstra? Yeah. Spolstra is actually a he really is good decent. coach.
1: Decent. He is decent, dog. He is decent. I'm sorry.
0: He's no. He's a lot better than people give him credit for. He kept the team going. He got them better through the chemistry issues, and that's what I said so, about Kurt. So I is. Think, the only thing I might
1: agree with you is maybe Spolster is one of the best coaches that LeBron has had. Yeah. Because of Pat Riley, that, that, that's a big... That's why I give it to yeah, Spolster. Yeah, because
0: you have to remember, he was the assistant of Pat Riley. He learned under his system. And then Pat Riley said... Um, will all be the president of organizations to be able to help you, uh, Eric Spolstra. So he was able to k- help him way more than people think about. That's why Spolstra is so much better than I think people give him credit for. You guys just keep saying, like, Spolstra. Uh, no, Spolstra is good. I want him to be running Oklahoma City instead of this scrub Billy Donovan that's only going to be a college coach. I'm done
1: coach. with him. I'm done with Billy. Billy needs to be gone.
0: No, and you were just saying, Billy Donovan's so great. He's so great. No, he, The I first just year he went to the Western Conference. Fought, so like,
1: people yeah. overlook that. People overlook that. That's the only thing I give credit to Billy Donovan is this. You give him. You just don't that give him enough credit. They got a
0: banner in the rafters. Say so what? The thing that you give credit to him is putting a banner in the rafters. That was kind of Sam Presti putting in all the work.
1: I'm done with OKC. They got Collison up there, bro. Like, come on. I'm done with that. Mediocre team. I I can't. I I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Durant has a statue built in front of the damn stadium. He
0: probably will one day.
1: Golly. I mean, have
0: you, do you, do you know who's outside of the Chesapeake arena right now? Who? I mean, you think about it. If you, if you ever come to Oklahoma city, we have statues around the arena yet. People don't know who they are. Those are Olympians that they came in one time for one for one meet and, in the United States, and one of the meets was in Oklahoma City. We don't even know who they are. It's just a person running with it. I think— Like, I'm being serious. We don't know who they are. Like, nobody knows who those people are. The Yet city people does People take pictures it next to brag. To it. The city does it to the brag. The like, puts it up there to brag. Right. And I oh. keep wondering, who are these people? Yes. And they
1: don't know. It's like, oh, um, we're the Oklahoma ju- City, the, the the state that you don't like, but, hey, we got this. We got these statues. We got these people, like— they just do it to brag. Like, it's so sad to, to go to the Thunder game now and just look up and be like, oh, there's Collison's jersey. Whoa, he did a Whoa. lot.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's what I told you. I said, you think about this. You have kids 20 years from now, and they're going to be wondering, I was like, hey, Dad, who's that? who's that player right there? Number four. Why can nobody else wear number four? Oh, well, son, you know. Bench warmer. He was a bench warmer. He averaged five points a game. That's who Oklahoma City decides to put up there.
1: At this point, I I, I sometimes question. Look at
0: the statistics. That's what you're going to see.
1: At this point, sometimes I question, like, why am I a Thunder fan? It's just crazy.
0: Join me, man. Be a hater.
1: Golly.
0: Just work with the people.
1: All right. So we are 50 minutes in. Oscar, would you like to add something else before we close the podcast?
0: Man, there's just so much to talk about right now because you can talk about, we can talk about how long the season is and why it needs to be shortened and the similarities of how the NBA is actually losing fan support and the th- and what the commissioner needs to do to get more fans excited about the league because the league is losing money left and right. People don't realize this. Really? Mhm. They've been lo- um this year it might actually go up because of the regular season. Like you keep saying a lot of people it's don't balanced. don't take credit of the regular season. And I've always said The NBA reminds me of the MLB now. There are just so many games that people don't really care about it as much. I mean, you look at the MLB, 162 games, which is astronomical. That's a lot. And not all those games are filled up. They're not even filled up like 20% at times. You look at the NBA, 82 games. And a lot of times, those seats aren't getting filled up. I think there's just too many games. And the commissioner said, Hey, why don't we do two things? He said, why don't we make um, a little tournament at the end? So, you know, like if you're the seven seed, you go up against the 10 seed. And then that, in like a three game series at the very end, that way those teams have a chance to make it to the playoffs and they'll be the seven seed. And then the eight seed goes against the nine seed. That way it's a little tournament. More fans are going to like that. That's what he said. And another thing he said was, hey, what about um, for the teams that aren't great? Uh, the the Memphises of the world now. The New York Knicks of always. What do we do with these teams? And then he said, in the regular season, right when the All-Star break is, there's about a week off, right? And these teams don't give you anybody at all. So they said, why don't we make another little tournament there? Whoever, which te- Whichever team does well, we're going to give them a higher draft pick. So if you're an okay team, so I mean, you have it, a higher percentage you have a higher percentage of landing and a that way pick. it reduces tanking. Because fans don't want to see tanking. Nobody likes seeing tanking. Like I don't want to go to Thunder games if we're, all we're trying to do is just get a top team by tanking. You're trying to do this for the fans, but this may also not work very well either because um let's let's figure out let's pretend I'm a center, right? Let's pretend I'm a center and I'm barely have a job. And then you see that the best player in college is a center. Why do I want to help you, New York Knicks, if what you're going to do if we win this tournament is get the center and I lose my job?
1: Right, and then you'll get tossed.
0: And I'll get tossed. So there's a lot of things to talk about. There's a lot of things in the future that we can talk about. And I think these are going to be greater topics for later podcasts because free agency is still hot. Free agency still determining teams that are going to make it. And what teams are not going to make it? Like,
1: and I'm gonna keep an eye on what Russell man. I am gonna keep an eye with a heart broken, but gotta face reality, man. It's 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 the end of a I Thunder faced season. Reality
0: for a few years now.
1: It's the end of a Thunder era, because this was a chance. This was the year for us to make it to the conference finals, based on the way the bracket was and the team and then the injuries and all that good jazz. This was the year for us to make it to the Conference Finals, but we yeah. had two players that we knew about one, which was uh, Paul George, but we did not know about Westbrook, two injured players.
0: Well, I, I still tell you, last year was the year. This past season was the year for the Thunder. They had the best bracket overall. Yes,
1: the way it was positioned, yeah. it was perfect. Port-
0: Portland, and then they would have gone up against Denver, and then you would have gone up against Golden State that didn't have everybody. Yes. Uh, but, and yet you still produce a first-round exit. That, that's like the definition of an Oklahoma city thunder fan is this is the year we have the pieces. We just can't finish the puzzle. We had the pieces that it's not going to work,
1: man. I don't know what else to say, but I think uh, we'll just leave it as is Keep an eye on that uh, free agency. Cause I think there's still more free agents to come. The Russell Westbrook is going to be a very interesting topic. And, That's it, man. Episode five comes to a conclusion. Oscar, thank you once again for stopping by. Uh, Hopefully the official audio is going to be out and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.